These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. The state government this week committed $780 million to the redevelopment of John Hunter Hospital. The Hunter Business Chamber welcomed the news on Monday. President Henny Duploy said the redevelopment will offer a substantial boost for the region's economy. Increased capacity for clinical service delivery, the link with the university and the research sector, and beyond that, the growth of the knowledge economy. Uh, as technology advances, we all expect to benefit uh, the region more broadly. The fight for the marginal seat of Port Stephens ramped up again on Tuesday, with State Labor committing $600 million for a major roads project. The opposition has promised to fully duplicate Nelson Bay Road in eight years, depending on the party winning office at the next two elections. In January, the state government committed $275 million to duplicate the stretch from Williamtown to Bob's Farm, but Port Stephens MP Kate Washington said empty promises date back to the Baird era. Government has made all sorts of empty promises to our community. They stood here in 2015 and said full duplication of Nelson Bay Road and we've not seen a thing. The only thing that we're getting for that full duplication is a roundabout upgrade which won't even be completed by the election. A man was arrested at a home in Lambton on Tuesday for allegedly grooming a child online. It's alleged the 22-year-old man engaged in sexually explicit conversations and sent indecent material to detectives posing as a 14-year-old girl. The man was taken to Waratah Police Station where he was charged with using a carriage service to groom a person under 16 years of age. He was granted strict conditional bail and is due to appear in court on April 11. The independent candidate for Port Stephens on Wednesday asked Labor to come clean about its costings following the $600 million announcement on Tuesday for a full duplication of Nelson Bay Road. Bill Doran raised concerns due to the fact roads and maritime services costed the Fingal Bay Link Road at $188 million for three kilometres, while Labor expects to complete 40 kilometres of road for only $600 million. He said the numbers just don't add up. The amount that it was pledged some eight years ago is is now bloomed out to 800% more this time around. It just seems like someone's not passing on the right information as far as the costings for these things. The whole cost of the road seems to be getting greater and greater every time we turn around. A man was shot dead by police at Glendale on Thursday morning following a woman's stabbing death on Wednesday. Officers attended a home on Venus Street during the search for 21-year-old Tafari Walton, the former partner of the 27-year-old stabbing victim. Police believed Walton may have been connected to her death and allege he threatened officers with a kitchen knife when they confronted him on Thursday morning. Police Association President Tony King said police were forced to act to keep themselves and the community safe. And it's sometimes easy to forget that police are people too. The officers, their colleagues and their families are forced to deal with the trauma of horrific incidents like these for the rest of their lives. It later emerged Walton had been released on bail just seven weeks ago on strict conditions and was due to face court next week over the alleged stabbing of an inmate at Kempsey Jail. A critical incident investigation has been launched by police into the circumstances of the shooting. 
Former Catholic priest and convicted pedophile Vince Ryan was on Thursday found guilty of indecently assaulting two more boys in the Hunter in the 1970s and 1990s. Ryan was found guilty of abusing the boys at the Junction and Cessnock. The now 79-year-old had argued the allegations were not true because he couldn't remember the boys' names. Ryan had already served 14 years jail for sexually assaulting 34 boys. He's due to be sentenced next month. The state government said on Friday it will see Williamtown designated as a special activation precinct. With the existing $11.7 million investment in the aerospace precinct, the party's looking to create more jobs and drive business growth in the area. The designation could also have positive impacts for those affected by PFAS contamination, with Port Stephens Liberal candidate Jamie Abbott suggesting the move could make way for long-awaited property buybacks. This provides the framework for the federal government to be able to come in and acquire the properties who've been affected by PFAS and also businesses will be able to have development approvals um, approved faster and they'll also be able to receive financial incentives to set up shop in the Williamtown Special Activation Precinct. New South Wales Labor on Friday announced $10 million to supercharge the rollout of electronic vehicle charging stations at locations all across the state, including Newcastle. If the opposition is elected, at least two charging stations will be trialled at the number two sports ground at Newcastle West. Lord Mayor Nuitali Nelm said providing more charging stations will encourage people to switch to environmentally friendly electric vehicles. This policy announcement today means so much to us in that we can actually roll this out through all the city and suburbs. All our local centres will be able to have access to this same type of technology and amenity. And Newcastle school students marched from Civic Park to Federal MP Sharon Clayton's office on Friday as part of global action against climate change. Students across the nation walked out of class to attend rallies demanding action on the issue. Lambton High student Bella was at the Newcastle rally and said she'll be attending future protests. I'm here with my friends to fight against climate change. I think it's important that the young people in our society show their, show their importance and what they stand for. 